front of you behind you to the sides of you you watch all of the cars yes you watch the things that would cause an accident yes potentially i anticipate the things that are going to kill me yeah <laughs> which is good yeah yeah uh, even though they don't i always assume that they're going to i assume that that person backing out of that driveway is going to back out right in front of me. Yeah, that they and don't see you, so they're going to back out in front of you. Yeah, yes. and I put myself in a position to do that, to succeed just in case right. that happens. Right. Because there's a chance it's going to. Eventually, you know. yeah. The the percentages are against you, unfortunately. Yes, correct. On this one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't necessarily want to take anything for granted. Even... Going around the corner, going into our house, I went out and swept the road. Yes. Because there was gravel there. Right. So our road is at the bottom of the hill. Mm -hmm. So that means anytime there's moisture Mm -hmm. that comes from the sky, um, any particles wash down the hill. Yes. And stop at the end of our road. Yeah. Yeah. And cause a... A pool of sand in the middle of the road. Yeah. A pool of sediment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I go out there and periodically sweep up the sand so I don't wipe out on my motorcycle as I'm turning the corner. Yeah. You have a pretty face. Yeah. And I want it to stay that way. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. I pay a lot of attention to the small details. And um, as soon as I don't do that, that's when accidents happen. Uh Uh-huh. So we went on a bike ride. Yes. And uh, I don't normally have Rachel on the back of my motorcycle. And my motorcycle performs differently with a person on the back than it does without a person on the back. Right. Not saying that you're anything, just an extra weight. Right, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Uh, So uh, you ask, you don't know that it takes a longer time to slow a motorcycle down because I don't slam on the brakes. So you were telling me to turn at a later time than I needed to stop. Mm, No, I took that. Like, I directed you before we even left the house. I gave you directions. Yeah. But you quit paying attention to the directions. You only paid attention to the... No, I seen the road. I knew what road to turn on. It just came on me quick. Okay. It Like, there was no road. I'd never seen the road before. Okay. I didn't know where it was at, and it was at the top of the hill. Okay. And there was a church there, and I didn't see it. I passed right by it. Okay. All right. Well, okay. You, you just called me incompetent. No, not at all. Yes, I followed your directions. So, but I passed the road, and you told me there was a turnaround. And part of turning around, uh, I had to turn right. And when you said, hey, turn right here, it was too late. So I had to slow down. And then when I went to speed up, I didn't shift gears uh, into a lower gear. And I tried to start into a in second gear and normally I can start my, I can start moving in second gear from a stopped or rolling position. It's not, we were on an incline, but I was on an incline and I had you on the back of the motorcycle 
and I stalled the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. So what? And I felt awful. I was like, I am a better rider than this. I about, I, we didn't drop. We didn't fall. Uh, as I was turning right, I'm in second gear, going up a hill, a steep incline. Let's say a, I don't know, 410 pitch or a 610 pitch. Sure. 612. So it was a very steep in, incline. Agreed. 612 pitch. Yeah, that's a pitch, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For every 12 inches forward, it goes six inches up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 612 pitch. Okay. That's a thing. It's like a roof thing. Sure. Roofers know what I'm... There's like five roofers right now going, yes, David, we know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like 25 roofers are screaming right now. Yeah. Like 250 roofers. Are there 250 (laughs) roofers? I feel like it's so hard to find a roofer. I don't know if there's that many. (laughs) There's not that many roofers in the world. Uh, uh, Nevertheless... So, yes, I stalled the mot- motorcycles going. I felt awful because I had you on the back, and it made me look like I was an amateur rider. It was a very, but I believe an amateur rider would have dumped the bike with you on it. I I believe I did not dump the bike. Uh, the way I came into the corner, uh, the way I was going up the hill, the way I had to slam on the. Uh, brakes, put it in first gear, restart the bike. Like it, I did it all very smoothly, relatively speaking. Yeah, it wasn't the best case scenario, but it was the opposite of the worst case scenario. If the if that is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I managed. I started the bike back up, put it in first gear, and we zoomed right off. Yeah, up the hill. Yes, uh, probably a little bit more aggressively than I should have zoomed up the hill. Yeah. It was the middle of the day. It's not like it was early in the morning or late at night. It's okay. Yeah. And all was well. We ended up being fine on the motorcycle. All all was well. It was just my pride was hurt. I'm sorry. My, my motorcycle pride in, um, maybe that's okay. Maybe that, Thing, as much as I believe I am a good writer, there is always room to be better. Uh, yeah, I think that that is a thing. Um, but there, so, A, you didn't even have to tell anybody I know. that that happened. I just outed myself. Yeah, but that shows me that you want to learn and grow. Yeah, I like don't. you're keeping yourself accountable. Yes. So good for you. Yes. Um, I will say that where we were, yeah, it's places that we've never been before, yeah. and I'd never ridden on that road. Correct. Um, there, I've never been on those roads either. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I know that riding a bike, like being the the person I always want to say driving and it's not you that get on me about it. It's actually Renee that gets on me about it. The, the person that you bought the bike from, Hmm. um, you don't drive a bike, you ride a bike, but also, um, I don't know. I, part of riding a motorcycle is driving. Yeah. Because I ride the bike. I'm the rider. I'm the passenger. Yeah. You know, which, yeah, you are riding on a bike, but you're also riding in a car when you drive a car. ride a motorcycle yourself? I don't know. I actually got into a discussion with a friend of mine about that. Okay. Yeah. uh, So her dad is is a hardcore bike rider. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, like, she was complaining about traffic, and he said something, well, why don't you take the bike? And she's like, Dad, I, I don't know how to drive a motorcycle. And he goes, oh, yeah. So then we had that discussion. Okay. And, I mean, I do feel like that could be a fun adventure. I don't know that I would ever want to be responsible for your bike. I don't know that I'm strong enough 
Yeah. To handle it. Yeah. I would need a three-quarter bike. I would need something smaller. Yes, of course. Yeah. You and would need a tiny bike. Not, I mean, not tiny. Yeah, I would buy you a tiny bike to start. It would be so cute. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, come in, listen, enjoy. It's time for Shut Up. I love you. <laughs> and I love you. Uh, by DNR. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and finding us. We, we appreciate you spending your time with us. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this show is about uh, DMB, sort of. Uh, it's about, I guess it's about motorcycle riding and us, all of us, everyone. Uh, my name is David. I put the D in DNR, and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? Um, I feel like it was good, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, a lot of positive things happened. Way more positive than negative. So doesn't I don't that make one it positive good? thing happened. No. I mean, my kid pitched to four batters. Okay. And she struck out two of them. Okay. That's 50%. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, that's pretty good for a little kid. Yeah. I yeah. mean, she walked one. Yeah. <laughs> one got a hit. Yeah. One got walked and she, she struck, she out, struck two. out two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She she did fine. Yeah, she did wonderfully. It would so, be better if there was no walks. I I hear you. Come on, Agra Dad. <laughs> but definitely way more positives than negatives yeah thank you friends thank you for finding us and hanging out with us we appreciate you wherever you find yourself right now uh whatever vehicle you are riding uh driving or riding uh a motorcycle or a boat or a car or uh, whatever vehicle you find yourself in right now. We are grateful that you're spending that time with us. Uh, please take a moment, rate, review, subscribe to our show. Uh, it would mean the world to us if you did those things. We don't ask for anything else. Just uh, hit that subscription button. It would mean the world to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, uh, speaking of that, I did a thing this week. Yeah. Where were you? Uh, so I was in a pool. Yeah, you were you were doing uh, fun things with our kids. <laughs> like I had to, well, she's hanging out with her kids. Uh, how dare her? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was yeah. being a good mom. So we have a friend uh, at Concert Bids Thirty Four, mm-hmm. and he asked me to be us uh, to be a guest on our show. And unfortunately, it was a Saturday night, so we have we had to divide and conquer. Yeah, we actually dropped one kid off at a sleepover, which made me very nervous. Yeah. And the other kid I stayed responsible for, she got invited to a different party. Yeah. Um, but that was a place where I was staying and watching. Yeah. Um, and you showed up later. Mm-hmm. Um, but you did have to take, I mean, not have to, you chose no, to. No, I Like, Marcus to. is a friend. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, friends, please check out his YouTube channel uh, at ContraVids34 on YouTube. You will see uh, my smiley face there sitting in our studio uh, saying words. <laughs> did you smile? <laughs> I don't know that I did. Like, I definitely, I watched the video after it happened, and I look awful. Like, I like you, I had a sweaty face. Like, my face Oh, it's like, almost like you left a softball game or three yeah. to come and do a video talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should have just washed my face <laughs> better before I go on screen. I'll know that for next time. Uh, but it, aren't you always so critical of yourself when you see yourself on TV or on YouTube or on a video of some sort? Or a picture, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, oh my yeah. goodness, my face looks awful. You're your own worst critic. Yeah. Well, m- most of the time. Yeah, I was not happy with my uh, face. Uh, I, may, I, I was drinking a couple beers while I was doing it, and I belched into the microphone. Uh, luckily, we do a podcast, so we can always edit those out. <laughs> we don't do live podcasts. <laughs> we pre-record and then edit. Yeah, every once in a while, there is a belch into the microphone. We don't do it on purpose, but it just comes out naturally. Uh, it's drinking. carbonation. Yeah, that's what happens. Just like I'm coughing now. <laughs> you don't hear me coughing, but I'm coughing right now. Um, 
I, uh, yeah, I drink beer when I talk into microphones. My, uh, my microphone smells like a beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you recorded, uh, yeah, I, show. I, went, I went on the Marcus. Marcus does a show, a Saturday night show, where he talks uh, DMB stuff, and we talked a lot of DMB stuff. Now, I'm probably the wrong person to talk DMB stuff with. I mean, uh, you're a fangirl. The uh, yes, I'm a fangirl, and I don't have the same feelings as a lot of other DMB fans. I would probably be ostracized. I about said ostracized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see your ostracized. <laughs> I, I would be ostracized as a, a DMB fan. Fans that are real DMB fans would kick me out of the club. Sure. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay that I have a different opinion. I'm okay that I uh, uh, do not look at the band the same way as a lot of other people do, and that's okay. I, I'm actually grateful that other people have different opinions than mine. Yeah, what a boring world it would be. Yeah, what a boring world it would be if somebody had the same opinion as me. I mean, Anybody. What would it, oh, yeah. That's a great topic. I agree with everything. End of conversation. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, don't you love it when, yep, <laughs> done. Done, done. <laughs> uh, no, but it was a cool conversation. We got to talk a, a lot of cool DMB stuff. So, friends, please check them out. Uh, check out the interview. Um, it was fun. It was a great conversation. And I'm glad I did it. At, at ConcertVids34, uh, go to YouTube, look up at ConcertVids34, and you'll see my smiley face. And, Marcus's too. And, oh, yeah, that's right. Marcus's too. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, thank you. And, and yes, of course, a special thanks uh, to Marcus for, for inviting us on the show. I'm grateful, uh, grateful that we have friends in this community. I'm grateful. Uh, that people come to us and ask us questions and stuff like that. So uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to have the conversation, and it was fun, and all the things were good. And then plus, I, I hope uh, uh, gave a couple shout-outs to our friends at um, at Tailgate Caravan uh, and my love sign. Please go find them. Go get a couple love signs. It would mean the world to us. Uh, we need to sell out of those love signs. Um, and... I'm like, not so worried about selling out as I am about spreading the love. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Yes, we need to spread more love. <laughs> yeah. If we have to make more love signs, we will make more love signs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, the, I know that um, Jess posted uh, an anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- uh, I don't want to say negative, just a... Uh, um, yeah. retrospective introspective an introspective mm-hmm. anniversary um and the, you know the just remembering that being being with people that you care about and having that overwhelming feeling of love is it's such a great thing mm-hmm. and if we can pass that around then we're doing our jobs right okay. so let's just Keep passing the love around. Yes, please. And no better way to do it than grab a love sign, pass it on to a friend, and then go get another love sign. It helps. Uh, it, trust me, it's worth it, worth every penny. You will feel so involved and so much love when you do it. Just do it one time, and you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> no peer pressure. No peer pressure. Like all the people, but it's gonna change your life. <laughs> give, give somebody love, and not the kind of love you're thinking of. Just try it one time. Just try it one time. Just yeah. a little bit, just to see how it feels. <laughs> just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> just a tip. Just, just a little pull of a yeah. sign. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, uh, just a little button. <laughs> just put the button on. <laughs> just put it on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, I, ha- he asked me a question and he said, uh, describe your show. 
and I feel like I did a <laughs> shitty job describing our show. <laughs> I don't know how to describe our show. So uh, it reminded me of somebody once told me, you always have to have your elevator pitch ready, right? Do you know what an elevator pitch is? Yeah, you only get 90 seconds to pitch the theory, to yeah. pitch the item, to it's pitch 30 the seconds. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever it takes to ride an elevator ride up. So you're going up six floors and you have... That would be 90 seconds. No, it'd be 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have 30 seconds to, to pitch yes. whatever thing that you're doing. We're doing a horrible job. <laughs> yeah. So what's your... Rachel, what's your elevator pitch for our show? Go. We are spot. two people that like to We're talk people. into a microphone <laughs> and we enjoy laughing yeah. and we enjoy the Dave Matthews mm-hmm. band and we like to fangirl over the things that make us geek out in life. Okay. End. End. End of a pitch. End of pitch. Okay, yeah. I wish you were there. <laughs> you would have did a way better job than I did. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so I go, I'm very ranty at times. I go off on no. tangents. No. Like, I just start making left turns. I just keep going left and left and left and left. And all of a sudden, I'm going, oh, wait a minute. I'm not even anywhere close to the question. Let me get back to the question. Left and left and left. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> like I start on a line and then I turn left. I I mean, in your defense, you are left-handed. Yes. I had to explain to somebody what goofy foot was. Okay. Like riding a skateboard goofy foot. Yeah. It's left foot first. No, it's not left foot first. Right. It is. Cor- I mean, correct? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> it is your strong foot to the back of the board. So if you're right-handed, your right foot would be on the back of the board. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. You can be opposite-footed versus handed? No. Oh. If you're left-handed, you're left-footed. You think? Fuck, I don't know. You know what? Don't believe me. I don't know. Well, I don't know because our kid, she stands on the base ready to take off and run to the next base with the opposite foot than what I would do. And we're both right handed. Mm -hmm. So one of us is wrong. Yeah. It's probably me. Probably you. (laughs) She's goofy foot. Is she? I don't know. Is it me? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know what my elevator pitch for, so I tried to practice this this week because I did the show and I'm going, okay, David, do your elevator pitch. And I cannot figure out how to elevator pitch our podcast. Because it feels so random? Yeah, no. Yes, our podcast is very random. Yes. Yeah, it has no... Uh, there's no set topics, friends. We like 20 minutes before the show, we go, Oh, I guess we're doing a show here. Let me write some things down. We write down topics and we have a opener. We have a closer. We know we're doing a song, which I don't have a song and, um, uh, probably tried to throw an article in. I don't have an article this week. So there's that, like, that's the, that's our show. End of show. Yeah. No, we have... We definitely have things that we like specifically, but they're not necessary. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of the show. I don't, I I mean, it's changed, it's evolved. It's, (laughs) it's a liquid show. (laughs) It's a liquid show. It's, it's fluid is what you're saying. Sure. (laughs) Our show is fluid (laughs) and it takes lots of fluid to do our show. (laughs) Mostly, As I hold up my beer, mostly booze. <laughs> um, we we definitely use this as a time to decompress and connect and yeah. discuss things that interest us because nobody, n- not nobody, um, not enough, not enough people are. Letting us know what they want to hear us discuss. Yeah. So yeah. we just keep going with what we... What we like. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if you ever want us to discuss a topic or you have anything, please write into the show. Please tell us, you know, we would love to hear from you. Write it, write an uh, email. Or... We will, we actually do research things to talk about. Yeah. And we would research more things. Yeah. Speaking of researching. Yeah. Okay. The last northern white rhino passed away this week. I know. Uh, our the leaf was telling Told me you, about yeah, it. Yeah, because I, we, her and I, her, her like and she, I, yeah, were talking about it. And I asked her, "How does it make you feel?" And she couldn't describe the feeling. She's like, "I feel something dead, but I don't know what it is." Yeah. So there's uh, sadness and nostalgia for what you want the world to be, but also an intelligence of knowing this is what it is. Yeah. We can try to make it better, and we can work hard, but we can't change everything. Maybe. Small steps. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, who cares about the rhinos? Mm, I mean, <laughs> that may be a divorceable offense. <laughs> uh, no, I do care about the rhinos. No, I know, and, I know. I there know. was, it was a, it was a weird conversation talking, talking to your kid about, you know, how does it feel, how does it make her feel that something goes extinct? That something that you was alive in this world is no longer alive in this world. And uh, she couldn't describe the feeling. She, kn I knew she had a feeling. She knew she had a feeling. And we had to talk through what that feeling was. Yeah, I mean, she's 10. So yeah. she's still learning uh -huh. what her feelings are. Yeah. Uh, there was a disappointment there. She, she, she did say... Uh, I brought up disappointment. She's like, yeah, there's there's definitely that. Uh, there was things that, you know, like, okay, I, I want to make a difference. I want something to change. Uh, so that doesn't happen. She doesn't, she didn't, she didn't like the fact that it was happening. You know. Extinction. Extinction, yeah. yeah. That nobody or nothing should go extinct. You know. Um and I guess I understand why it happens. I mean, hum humans are uh, taking over the planet. We live everywhere. We're an invasive species, I guess. Invasive. In evasive. That means we run away. <laughs> We're dodging. Which sometimes we do. <laughs> We're dodging. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's hard. Um, I actually had a, oh, what's that called? A thought experiment with a friend of ours when it comes to different ways to raise money for conservation. Okay. And it... This is quite an experiment. <laughs> it, I mean, it was, a, it was a thought experiment. So we actually did nothing... But think and talk. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Zero experimenting. Starts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, which was prompted by a different podcast that I listened to. Yeah. Um, but conversation is always good. Yeah. You know? I and mean, that's where it starts. Um, the person that I had this conversation with, they are admittedly an animal lover. I mean, I am an animal lover, but I also don't own a lot of animals uh -huh. myself. Um, like and it the was extent of your animal loving. Well, are they physically or <laughs> emotionally? Are they wearing a love pin? My animals? No, <laughs> no, no, my animals are not wearing a love pin. Okay. Well, guess you don't love them that much. <laughs> I, I mean, they don't have clothes, so <laughs> they can't, you can't really. Ooh. <laughs> Also, <laughs> I can stab you. Spin. <laughs> um, but it's just interesting to get other people's opinions and thoughts on yeah stuff. I love having conversations with people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. End of list. That's our podcast right there. <laughs> that we love <laughs> having conversations with people. We love having conversations with people. End of our. That's my three second pitch. <laughs> That's my elevator pitch right there. You did it. 
Sweet. <laughs> Done. Uh, so let's go back. Uh, you made mention earlier in the show, uh, say, you know, a couple few minutes ago, about your uh, not liking your kid spending the night at somebody's house. Okay. So my our daughter turned 12. She is 12 now. Yeah. And where did the time go? Yeah, yeah. That's another discussion. <laughs> um, she has a group of friends. Mm-hmm. She has a few a few people in this group we have known for multiple years now. And a few people in this group are new mm-hmm. because where we live, the school system moves the children around every year so yeah. you don't have the same kids in your homeroom all the yeah. time you know there's uh, a relatively your group large of friends graduate. should always be evolving agreed agreed yeah. um Does, doesn't it isn't there a thing like every seven years your friends change in general no that's your taste buds no i think it's <laughs> like your friends too your friends and uh well potentially it and your underwear Seven years? Yeah, you keep your underwear for seven years. Every seven years, you change your underwear, you change your friends, and you change your taste. I feel like I've had my underwear for ten years. What does that say about me? <laughs> you <have> stinking drawers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, she, our daughter was invited to a birthday party sleepover. Yes. Um, slumber party. Slumber party because there was more more than just her and the birthday kid. Um, one of the children that is new to the group, yeah, is admittedly different. Yes, and walks, talks, does which everything different. I'm totally okay with. Yeah, fine. Different is good. Yeah. March to the beat of your own drummer. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Please. Um, do please, please though, do not harm my child in any way Yes. or convince them or try to convince them to make bad decisions. I'm not down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we want her, we want our kids friends to make good decisions just like we want our kid to make good decisions. Yeah. And I told my kid, like she happened to be the first non- birthday child at the party okay. and I'm close enough with the parent yeah. that was there, uh, that like I came in, we chit chatted for a minute uh-huh. and I looked right at my kid and said, set good examples. Yeah. Like I'm asking her to set good examples. Yeah. Even if your friends are making set bad good decisions, examples, make good choices. Yeah. yeah. And I also said, I don't care what time it is. You're always allowed to call me. I will come get you. <laughs> To which the parent said, why would you need to come get her? I was like, I mean, I don't know that I would need to. I trust you. I trust the people she's with. That's why I'm letting her stay the night. But I also want her to know that at any point in her life, if she needs to call me, I don't care what time it is, I will come get you. Yeah, I had that same conversation this week. Good. The same conversation Good. with the same kid. Good. Then I feel like we're doing something right. Okay. Um. So the the thing that happened that you know, they were all staying at the residence. It's not like they were going anywhere. They ordered pizza for dinner, and there's a trampoline out back, and watch movies, whatever. I don't know. Um. But the thing that happened that I did not like that made me nervous about the sleepover was this child that. Um, the FNG. Yeah, the new guy. <laughs> um, set an alarm to wake up at 6 a.m. Yeah. Which I don't know why you would do that. Yeah. At a sleepover. Yeah. When you... Unless you're a weirdo. Don't have to leave. I mean, yeah. it's not like she was leaving at yeah. 6.30 or 7 or anything. Maybe any, she, she likes early morning leaving until 10. Okay, but that's the thing. She set her alarm. She woke everybody up. And then she went back to sleep. <laughs> That's just that's just kind of a dick move. <laughs> that's kind of a dick move. <laughs> 
So my kid was shit for the rest of the day because they stayed up late, which is what you do at slumber parties. Yeah. But then she got woken up early. Yeah. Stayed up late, woke up early, and which leads to bad, being a bad kid. Yeah. yeah. You make bad decisions because you're sleep deprived and have yeah. a headache and irritable. And then you're arguing with your parents when you shouldn't be. Yeah. So, the, I I mean, I have a little bit of an issue with that. <laughs> well, she's a kid. Yes. So, whatever this kid did, she didn't do it. But she didn't know why she was doing it. She just did it. I assume it was attention seeking. Yeah. And maybe it was an accident. Maybe she just has 6 a.m. alarms for uh, set for every weekend. Maybe mm. her, maybe she does like 6 a.m. pancakes. I mean, maybe, but she didn't get pancakes at 6 a.m. Because no one else in the house planned on being up at 6 a.m. <laughs> so they weren't prepared for that. Okay. 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 So we were driving, riding home from our uh, mystery excursion uh, that you sent us on a goose chase. Um, you, <laughs> you might even say it was a wild goose chase. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, Rachel, sent me in the tree on a wild goose chase. <laughs> and uh, we get to the place we're going. We walk around this place. We notice the people that were, uh, we were going to a game, a hockey game, quite mm-hmm. frankly. And we noticed the people uh, at the hockey game were all fourteen-year-old boys, and we, <laughs> we were—you were there to see a twelve-year-old girl. girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it just felt weird. <laughs> like so, we walked around. No people were looking. No people uh, looking. No people. So uh, uh, the tree walked around. Looked. No people. And they came back to the car. I said, "Dad, I can't find the people." So I walked around. Looked. No people. And we called the people and they were like, Hey, so we're not really there. <laughs> like, oh crap. Uh, so we had to drive all the way back uh, home. And while we're driving back home, uh, a commercial came on the radio and said, talk to your kids about booze. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to take this moment to talk to my, talk kid, to about my kid about booze. booze. Yeah. Uh, thank you radio for prompting me to talk to my 12 year old about booze. When literally, I quite frankly, I wasn't really. No. Yeah. Literally. I have lived that. <laughs> literally the radio has said to me, did you know that one in four children have tried booze by the time they were eight years old? And I was like, wait, I have two children, and both of you are over the age of eight. So we need to 50, talk. That's a 50% chance. <laughs> we need to talk. Yeah. Damn radio. Damn you, radio. Fucking bastard. <laughs> Making me a responsible parent. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> How dare you? So, uh, so but the, 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 the commercial said, talk to your kids about booze. So I took that moment to talk to my kid about booze. Yeah. And part of the conversation was... Uh, don't make bad decisions, but if you ever get to a moment where you're making a bad decision, don't compound your bad decisions. And by doing, uh, by getting into a car with somebody that was drinking, by getting in a car with a teenager that was drinking, that is a uber bad decision. Yeah. That is the kind of decision that quite frankly gets you killed. Yes. Yeah. That is one of those decisions that will take your life. Yes. Yeah. So, no, I told her no questions asked. We have a policy that if you're in a place where you need to not be in that place, always call your mom or your dad. We will not ask why. We will not ask when. We will just go, where are you? And we will come get you. We will come get you. No questions asked. None. Um, that Side moment. note, yeah, we're going to have a discussion later. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. In the morning, you're not going to like what's going to happen. <laughs> but I would really rather be able to have that discussion yeah. than you be in the hospital or dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm not, that's what I told her. No questions asked. No, you won't, we won't even talk at all. You won't, I won't say why, I won't say why you're there, I won't say, I won't ask you a single thing. I will drive over to where you're at, Hmm. I will come get you, I will put you in the car, and I will drive you to a place where you will be safe. Okay. Period. So, sorry. End of discussion. Yeah. Yeah, take over. Safe. 
were you ever in a place where your parent or guardian did not know where you were? Like you were supposed to be here, but you actually snuck out and went to this other place. Yes. Multiple times. Oh, okay. A okay. lot, quite frankly. A lot. Okay. A lot. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> yes. Uh, mostly if there was ever booze involved, uh, we were always responsible enough to know that, you know, one per- this person is the driver, so they're not drinking. Um, there We were always that we were staying if we were getting boozed up. Um, as a teenager, we were always like, oh, well, we're not, we've been drinking, so we can't drive anywhere. So we were always in like a woods or something where we were camping or whatever. Uh, but we knew that we can't leave. Okay. Like we were stuck there. Okay. Uh, there was times where I'm outing my mom, but like there was times where she would let us go in the back of our, of my house and drink and get boozed up, but she would take everybody's keys that showed up. Yeah. See, I, I actually knew that that had happened. Hmm. So I guess I just assumed that she always kind of knew yeah. where you were, but there, even that, even that being a thing, yeah. there was still times that, Hey, we're going to we be did it without. Yeah. Without parental supervision. We did it with parental supervision and we did it without. Okay. I mean, the one time my buddy's dad, we did it at his house. His parents were fine. And he gave us a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. Um, between did you me throw and, up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He knew Took what you he, a while to drink Jack <laughs> again, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knew what he was doing. He gave a couple 17-year-olds a bottle of Jack Daniels and said, here, you guys are sleeping outside. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it was a good thing you were sleeping outside. <laughs> yeah, I slept in vomit that night. Yeah, I remember very much so. Yeah. Unfortunately, that wasn't the last time. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you, you. It's funny how the alcohol works because, yeah, I made those decisions and uh, suffered the consequences and then, no, a week later, did it all over again. I mean, when you're <laughs> yeah. young. Yeah, it happens. Now, yeah. as an adult, I don't know when the last time I got to the point where I was so belligerently drunk where I had to uh, evacuate. So I think I know the last time mm-hmm. for for you. I'm not sure i know the last time so for me the last time it wasn't alcohol <laughs> no it was edibles yeah i i just can't handle edibles yeah i just can't handle them they're just too strong they come on too quick and yeah. then i freak out and then i throw up yeah and then i Feel like I understand space time. <laughs> it's a whole adventure. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Uh, so that's what our kids have in store for them. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. So I mean, I guess we could be responsible about it and talk to them about it and and discuss those things with them. Yeah. Um, but they're also going to have to try it on their own. Um. Yeah, I'm not naive enough to think that it's not going to happen. My children are going to try things and experiment and live their own lives and learn their own lessons. But I definitely want them to do it in a quote-unquote more responsible way. We always want that for our children, but that's not going to happen. It didn't happen for us. Mm. And I mean, like, you can't tell me your mom didn't go out and get hammered and did all the things that she was, you know, my mom did it. My mom went out and got hammered and drank booze and made bad decisions. No, David, my, my mom made made enough bad decisions (laughs) that it scared the shit out of me. (laughs) And I don't think I went off the deep end. Oh, (laughs) so there is that maybe, Oh, maybe I need to scare the shit out of my kids. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. 
it's going to backfire no matter what you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, I mean, the truth is you have to let them live the life that they want to live or the, you know, the the decisions that they, they have to, they have to experience that. They have to throw up on a bottle of Jack Daniels. Uh, They have to, or. (laughs) I've never thrown up on a bottle of Jack. Well, I guess there's never better time to start (laughs) than now. (laughs) Okay, friends, this was real fun, but I gotta go. (laughs) Yeah. There's a bottle of Jack calling Calling my my name. Uh, but yes, uh, those in, in, in truth is in love too. Like they, they have to love somebody and get heartbroken. They have to meet somebody and make a bad decision and, you know, uh, uh, blow a dude in a back alley. (laughs) I never blew a dude in a back alley. Wait, did you? (laughs) No, no, no. I swear. No. Never. Um. Yeah, I I definitely believe that you can learn from your lessons. Yes. And yeah. I learned from lessons, and you learned from lessons, and I hope that my children learn from lessons. But I don't want them to scar themselves. Yeah. And make too many bad choices or make choices where they can't recover from, um, you know, they are going to make bad decisions. It's decisions that, uh, can hurt them or harm them or decisions that do reverberate through time, you know, um, that will catch up to them that you want to hopefully educate them enough so that they don't, those decisions are the decisions that you want to protect them from. Uh, but yeah, sharing a bottle of Jack Daniels in the backyard. Yeah. There's, there's definitely something to be said about the decisions you make, the bad decisions you make shouldn't harm other people. No. Um, or yourself. I mean, nobody, I, I drinking too much, getting alcohol poisoning and throwing up is a form of harming yourself. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, that's relative. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing permanent. Yeah. Like, don't harm yourself permanently. Yeah. But don't harm anyone in any way. Yeah. You, you got to respect other people's. Yeah. Now, uh, I am also okay if my kid makes her own bad decisions. What I'm not okay with if they force those bad decisions onto other people kids oh a hundred percent not okay yeah that's not cool no if you want to make bad decisions that's on you right but if you're forcing your friend to make bad decisions too then that's yeah peer pressure goes both ways it's not okay like you need to stand up for yourself but it's not okay for you to convince somebody else to make a bad decision either yeah so agree maybe that's the next conversation you know what maybe we should just let our kids listen to our show oh (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of blowing dudes in the back, <laughs> now I gotta explain what that is. The, let's just make a checklist <laughs> so that I know I've talked to them about all the things. Um, so actually, our kid came to me today and said that someone was making fun of them at school today. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. The tree or the leaf? Uh, the tree, the 12-year-old. Yeah. Okay. Um, sixth grade is ending. Less than a week of school left. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to have a seventh grader on our hands. Yeah, junior high school. <sighs> I don't like worst. that at all. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, But she said that someone was making fun of her and another friend of hers. Okay. Um. Because they, the two of them are friends and they happen to be opposite genders. Okay. So there's a thing at this age that you can't be friends with someone of the opposite gender. Yeah. Which I, I guess I didn't realize it lasted this long. Mm, I, I don't I mean, know. It's, it kind of goes through time. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she actually wasn't sure if her or her friend was the one getting made fun of. Okay. Because I asked that specifically. Well, was it, was this person making fun of you or the other person? And she said, you know, I don't know. Okay. 
I said, well, does it matter? No. I said, well, did it bother your friend? No. Does it bother you? No. I said, why are we talking about this? I don't know. I said, maybe it does bother you. Like, we're talking about it. Yeah. So we talked some more, and I uh, reminded her she's allowed to advocate for herself and stand up for herself. It doesn't mean she's allowed to punch somebody else in the face. But she's definitely allowed to say that, you know, her feelings were hurt. and. You know, talk talk to them in an educated way, yeah. and then leave. It's also leave. Did you help her understand where it was coming from? Most likely, it was coming from a place of jealousy. It was coming from a place of um, that kid that was making fun of her was insecure in some way and had to uh, lash out. Lash out. Right. So right. um, understanding that also helps you um, cope when those things happen. Agreed. Um, it doesn't mean that the other person is going to understand, mm-hmm. but th- there's definitely a maturity thing there. Um, but she, I think that, she took the conversation that her and I had positively because then she changed the subject and started talking about how much fun she had at school with their events. They had an event today. Okay. So we, she changed the subject when she was ready to move on. Okay. So we're doing something right. Our kids know know. that they have emotions and they want to talk about the fact that there are emotions. They might not, be able to express what the emotions are. Yeah. Good job, David. Uh, uh, You're uh, not sure yet? Yeah. Okay. We'll see. They haven't had a bottle of Jack Daniels yet. <laughs> Do we get Do that you? for them for their birthdays? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, is this a conversation we have later, future David and future Rachel? Do we have this conversation where um, friends, the our kids have friends sleeping in the backyard and... Seventeen-year-olds and I hand them a bottle of Jack Daniels and say, "Here, go to town, kids." I, I cannot say yes to that until we talk to that kid's parents. Because <laughs> I know my friend's dad didn't go talk to my mom about it. Mm. I know my friend's dad, and I don't know that I ever told my mom that my friend's dad gave us a bottle of Jack Daniels. You know, yeah, but I, I can't say yes to that. I can't. <laughs> oh, Jack Daniels. Jack. In uh, that down. He is a punch. bastard. That down home punch, man. I drank the shit that out of that. Stuff is so good. <laughs> that was so, so good. good. <laughs> um, so. Did you know that I learned as part of my uh, trip on Marcus Marcus's show that there's uh, talks of a new Dave Matthews Band album? I did not know that. I know. There's some chatter I out there. I feel like a horrible fan. <laughs> yeah. And Stefan had a birthday. Yeah. No, I knew that because yeah, we're both Geminis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Absolutely nothing. Does it mean that you are kindred spirits? No. Would you touch his wiener? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you say that fast enough? <laughs> yeah. Ask me again. Ask, I'm sorry. Ask no. me again. I'm moving on. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to answer yes just as quickly. <laughs> um, no. Uh, yes. Right. Stefan had a birthday. Um there is more music. Like mm. I'm hearing clips of things and, yeah. you know, whatever that Are happens. You, does that make you excited to go to shows? Like, like my level of excitement to go to shows is um, I'm excited to go, but it definitely feels, still feels weird knowing that uh, at the end of the summer I'm going to shows, you know. So, uh, I don't know, like, uh, I'm excited to go. I know that I, that was something that is a major part of my life for, you know, two years ago, I was going to shows and for that to not happen for whatever, how long it's been year um, and a half, year and a half, 
that feels like there's an empty spot there that I need filled up with something. Yeah, no, actually. Maybe I should call Jack Daniel. Yeah, no, I <laughs> was going to suggest something else. I know that feeling when there's a void that needs filled. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I do. And David, I have the best medicine <laughs> if you have a void that needs filled. Uh-huh. Ten-inch Tylenol. <laughs> I wish it was done. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm definitely excited. Also, I actually have been desperately perusing who is coming to venues that are close to us because I feel desperate enough to just go see random musicians that I've never even heard of before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. How do yeah. you get into new music? Yeah. Um, live live music has definitely been a part of our life for a long time. So not having that for a year and a half is like, ooh, what am I missing? So much so that we even tried to rewatch the Central Park concert the other day <laughs> for the umpteenth time. It's been, it's been years, actually. Yeah. Like, you know what? Yeah, put it on. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. So my, speaking of birthday parties, uh, or birthdays, my friend had a birthday party and his birthday party was at a dive bar. Well, in his defense, his mother owns said dive bar. bar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a random dive bar. No. Like, but it was definitely a dive bar. Yeah. And I'm like, you, the epitome of dive bars, friends, picture this dive bar, square building. Bar in the s- middle. Wait, um, old, it's a old wood floors, c- cement brick yeah. building. Yes, uh, c- cinder blocks. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, a quarter pool table. Yeah, fifty cent pool table. Yeah, yeah, and two fifty cent pool tables. Big bar in the middle. Uh, two doors to get in. End of list. Yeah, that's the, that's the bar. So didn't. All of America go smoke free like seven years ago or something. Yes, correct. But they actually only went smoke free because of six the pandemic months ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Going to this dive bar was hard because of uh, every time you went in, uh, you reeked a boot of smoke. Well, not just boot. smoke, but yeah. also the fryer. Like yeah. they, their kitchen was in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't in the kitchen. It no, was there's no kitchen. Yeah. Right. It, the kitchen was, was at the, the bar. bar. Yeah. So when if you went there when you left there, you, you still smelled. smelled like the bar. Yeah. And it wasn't just a oh yeah, I get it. I can still smell it. It was blatant. Oh like, oh you went to so and so's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was there. But it was gone. But uh, all of that's gone. Like they yeah, they cleaned it up. Yeah, the the dive bar. So so no cigarette smoking inside the bar because of the pandemic, and they cleaned up the the paint job. They cleaned up the floor. Like you could sit on a chairs, and they were not sticky. It's it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's my favorite part about all this? We still went. Yeah, that one still went. I, I mean, uh, it was our friend's bar. Yeah, I would go sit on some sticky chairs. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I think that's why we never got the virus. <laughs> we sat on some sticky chairs. No, uh, in all seriousness, the, the with with the restrictions being lifted the way mm. they are, um, because the percentages are getting so good, please, friends, be responsible and think about what you're doing. Be conscious of yeah. your germs and other people's germs yes. and wash your hands and cover your mouth. Yeah, and uh, please just, keep your masks available. Uh, but part of this being, being said, part of this, um, I wanted to say, I forgot how much fun dive bars are. Oh, yeah. That, like, I was sitting there, it was 10, 10.30 at night, um, 
I'm mildly drunk. I'm just drinking Miller. Mildly Lights. bad I, music. Yeah, mildly bad. No, I was I was in charge of the jukebox. Oh I yay. spent twenty bucks on the jukebox, and like so much so that they kept trying to come put. They kept putting quarters and uh, dollars in to jump my songs because my songs. Were <laughs> <laughs> nobody in the dive bar liked my songs. I mean, you did. Yeah, I enjoyed them very thoroughly. And actually, the group of guys I was with, I was like, "Man, Dave, you're a good DJ." I know. I'm good. So good. <laughs> yeah, but all the old people in the dive bar. But the one thing about dive bars is they have old people. In the yes, dive they bar. do. Yeah. And, and truth be told, I'm an old person. <laughs> uh, but I had fun. I was uh, mildly intoxicated. I'm dancing around, jumping around. My friends are playing pool. Uh, but my one friend was not in it. He was just not down. And he, like, it got 10.30. He looked at everybody and says, okay, I'm going home. I need to leave. And I was like, what? What? How do you not like this? How do you not like what's going on here? And, and I, you know, I didn't say that out loud. I wanted to, but I didn't. I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, dude. And, yeah. you know, and our other friend said, okay, yeah, come on, let's go home, you know. Yeah. You know, I ended up staying for, I don't know, a couple more drinks, but then, I, like, I bounced, too. It was late. It was time to go. Right. Uh, but it just, it was weird. It was a weird experience for me, only because how abrupt or how much fun I was having and how much fun he was not having. Okay, so I if I think... If I know which friend it was... Uh, I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, he is kind of... He's the FNG to that group. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that his relationship with the birthday boy is not as close as okay. everybody else's relationship with the birthday boy. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, he probably got to a point after a while, like... The camaraderie's just not there for him yet. Oh, he isn't familiar enough with all the the players in the game. Correct. Correct. Okay. So there's a few of you that he's very close with, but not all of you. Okay. So that's that was probably a factor there, just, you know, yeah. to help you understand his point of view. Yeah, I mean, I was up jumping around, dancing, like having a good old... Also, he's night. not nearly as outgoing as you are. Yeah, no. He, he didn't care. He yeah. Didn't. I'm loving being in the dive bar. Just And there's really nobody in the dive bar. There's like five people. And they're all like octogenarians. And they're like all 80. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a dive bar. I guess it's a dive bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, no song this week. I... I actually had two songs, but I felt like you were going to tell me they were both bad. Oh, so I'm, I'm sure just going to tell you um, Bon Jovi's Live and Let Die. Okay. Okay. So that was a really good song. Yeah. That um, was a really good song. And I had, that was like, okay. I want to say if it wasn't the first CD I bought, it was the second one. And I bought it with my own money. And. Um, I went to the CD store in the mall and I bought this one and it was, um, I begged my mom because it had, uh, I think it had parental parental advisory on it. I know Dr. Dre's The Chronic. I bought that one. Yeah. I bought that one with my own money too. And, um, my mom definitely scoffed at it. She was like, David, it says parental advisory. I was like, mom. I'm 11. It's okay. <laughs> I know all this stuff. <laughs> I know. I okay. know all these things. Yeah. I'm a very mature 11. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, the, uh, Bon Jovi, it's cause it was like the young guns soundtrack. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 And we, we recently watched that movie. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. of that, because I heard this song and I yeah. couldn't get it out of my head. I'm like, I'm turning that they, movie which, on. Okay, so what's the album with Bed of Roses on it? Here we are in a bed of roses. And no, yeah, Blaze of Glory. Down. Yeah, bl- oh. and that's the song. It wasn't. Yeah, okay. It wasn't Living Love. It was Blaze of Glory. 
Okay. Sorry. Thank yeah. you. Um, but Bon Jovi is like I'm always a fan. You're of bon you're definitely more the eighties hair band than I was. I'm, like I, I know bon the radio hits. I don't think I know I'm a Bon Jovi fan. <laughs> so I okay, so here, um man, what was that song? I remember being second grade and my neighbor that lived right next to us played hair bands all the time. Okay. And one of the hair bands he would play was Bon Jovi. And, oh, man. Um, so that's seven, eight years old. So that's yeah. 86. Yeah. 87. Oh, man, what? What was that Bon Jovi song? I can't remember. I'll, you know, everybody take a drink one and uh, I'll remember it next week, I promise. Um, but, yeah, that Bon Jovi song. I would walk to school singing that Bon Jovi song. Okay. And, like, I'll, I remember it very specifically. Like, that was my favorite Bon Bon Jovi was my first band. It was my first band that, like, I kind of geeked out over. Okay. So, John Bon hmm. Jovi. I if you're know. listening. <laughs> Please call me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, I listened to the entire Jagged Little Pill album the okay. other day. Oh, did you? It was just so good. Yeah. I mean, I was singing all of the songs. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. She's so good. Yeah. Thank you, friends. Thank you for finding us and hanging out with us uh, and spending your evening or your wherever you find yourself right now. We're, we're grateful that you're spending that time with us. Uh, wow. Uh, this was kind of a fun show. Kind of on a whim, and I didn't think we would go this long, but sure enough, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us and finding us. And please take a moment, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Um, it would mean the world to us. We don't ask for much, but uh, we ask you to go by Love Sign um, at tailgatecaravan.com, at mylovesign.com. Go get a Love Sign. And we ask that you review our show. Just take a couple of five seconds and go say, hey, we like these guys, or hey, we don't like these guys. Um, whatever it is, uh, just just take a couple moments and give us a review. It would mean the world to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and speaking of thank yous, I want to say thank you. Thank you to you listening right now. Um, but I also want to say thank you to Team Tech and Team Sound and Team Music for doing all the things we do so we can do the things that we do. And uh, thank you to R for making me uh, thank you, D, for having headphones so that I don't have to listen to Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we love all our friends. And that means you. <laughs> and we hope you enjoy our podcast too. We're all good today. <laughs>